The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to continue our conversation about a controversial topic in the social media marketing space, organic social. Joining us is Brooke Sellis, who's the founder and CEO of B Squared Media, which is a boutique digital marketing agency specializing in done-for-you social media marketing and advertising services. Yesterday, Brooke and I talked through how to use social posts to drive prospects and customer engagement. And today we're going to talk about the value and process for handling inbound social as a customer service channel. Here's the rest of our interview with Brooke Sellis, founder and CEO of B Squared Media. Brooke, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Hello. Thank you so much for having me back. It's great to have you here. Yesterday, we talked a lot about whether organic social is dead and some of the ways to try to drive engagement on social media to get your prospects and your customers to have a conversation with your brand. And really, a lot of my takeaway was it's about humanizing your brand and building that personality and that conversation so you can nurture prospect and customer relationships. Today, what I want to talk to you about is really fielding some of the inbound requests where your customers are reaching out to ask questions, provide feedback, and even sometimes complain about what your brand is doing. Talk to me about handling inbound requests as it relates to customer service and what's your process for making sure that what people are saying about your brand is handled appropriately? This is such an interesting topic and I'm so excited to talk about it because we've really seen an uptick in this type of service, especially with our enterprise clients. So essentially what we're doing is we're using social listening. So we're kind of combining artificial intelligent chatbots, machine learning tools that help us do something at scale, in this case, listening. And we're using that tool to then do a kind of a two-part sequence. The first part of that sequence is for our team at B Squared Media to help decipher that data and to break it into usable information for the client. And then once we have that usable information, we pass it on to the client and it gets turned into an action item of some sort. Let me back up and kind of define some of the requests that we get online. We define them into three segments, green, yellow, and red. The green segments need answering, but it's something very easy, right? 
the yellow sections or segments need answering and they could probably be answered easily, but it's not something B squared media could answer on behalf of the client. It has to be turned in internally. And then red is like all hands on deck. Someone's really mad. They need to get a human ASAP. And obviously that has to go internally to the client. So if we're on the same page or if you have any questions, let's go over those. And then I'll give you a couple of like real world examples. I'm looking forward to hearing the real world examples. My takeaway from what you've said so far, just to recap, is that you're basically using social media and collecting data and listening to not just information that is being sort of at replied to the brand, but what the overall sediment is. And then you're fielding the inbound request and you're classifying them into your three buckets something that can be resolved by sharing information that doesn't have to be handled by the in-house team, something that can go into the customer service queue, or you just burnt somebody's house down and it needs to be addressed right now. Yes, we're on the same page. Cool. Let's start off by just talking about the process of listening. When you are trying to gather the sediment about a brand, what are the signals that you're looking for? How are you listening to social media? How are you collecting your data? And what are you trying to analyze? There's a lot of different answers for that. So I'll try to back in slowly. But starting out, we use Sprout Social. That's our social media dashboard tool. And they have an advanced listening tool inside of that dashboard that allows us to use listeners for each brand who uses listening as a service. So listeners are essentially anything that we want them to be. We get to put together strings of listeners based on any element you can think of. So obviously app mentions are easy, but then people are like, hey, if somebody app mentions me, I can just do that manually. I don't need a tool. And that's absolutely true. But this goes way beyond mentions. This is mention of the brand where they don't use the at. They're not actually mentioning the brand by tagging them. They're mentioning the brand without tagging them. There's also misspellings. There's also mentioning the brand in forums that don't exist perhaps on the social channels that you are a part of. So let's say you have a presence on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, but the listener listens beyond those tools so they can tell you what's happening in other areas so that you can be aware and perhaps formulate a strategy for the platforms that you are present on. So Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then there's also keywords that you can put together in listeners. So product-specific keywords, service-specific keywords. And then also, for instance, let's just say we put a listener out for my name, Brooke Sellis, because I'm the owner of B Squared Media. If there's anything going on where my name's attached to it or any of our board members' names are attached to it or anybody from the C-suite is attached to it, we want to know what's being said and what's going on. So that's the example of the tool itself and how we use it. And the listeners are really anything you could think of specific to the brand's key performance indicator. It sounds like from a top-down perspective, you can listen to feedback about your whole industry. You can get a signal for how people feel about your brand, about how people feel about individual products, about people that work for the company. You could really take a broad or specific approach to listening to social media to try to get some sort of understanding. Are you doing sentiment analysis or is it just specific keywords? Yeah, that's another area to dive into. So there's sentiment analysis, which essentially allows us to understand how the brand is being mentioned or share a voice is another way that marketers often put this metric. So we can understand not only our share of voice compared to other competitors, but we can also understand the sentiment behind that. So are more people mentioning our brand in a positive way, a negative way, or a neutral way? 
And one example that we have about sentiment is a community manager of ours used the sentiment tool to uncover a negative sentiment about a particular product for a food client. They were able to figure out what the problem was based on the conversation that was going on. They were able to relay that back up the chain. And eventually they were able to fix the mixing where the food prep essentially was a spicy food was being prepared with a dessert food and they were all being prepared in the same area. And that spicy food took over the dessert food. And essentially this was uncovered through social listening. We were able to send that information up the chain. It got fixed. And then we saw an immediate turnaround on sentiment regarding this particular food items. Sounds like somebody was putting the paprika too close to the ice cream. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Jokes aside, I see that there's value in understanding how people are talking about your brand without a specific brand reference by looking at products and even thinking about the industry as a whole. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. When someone is writing you a request, when somebody is using your at replies, let's talk about how you differentiate between your three different types of problems. You said red, yellow, green. And just to recap, there's the ones that can be handled outside without company influence, something that needs to get into the customer service queue, and then the roof is on fire. How are you figuring out what the dividing lines between those three are? And what's the type of responses that you're creating for each scenario? So you almost answered it with your question. We essentially create what's called a response workflow with the client. It has those three segments, green, yellow, red. We put together all of the parameters that go into the response workflow. And we literally build out the workflow from green through yellow to red with the client. So we're even helping them in some instances on their yellow and red replies, all with keeping that keep calm, be patient. We want to be human. We want to solve it. We want to end up seeing the sentiment spike in a different direction around this product or service problem. 
And then once that workflow is built out, essentially we can get started. So the client KPI is they want us to handle those green segments so that they have more time to spend with the client on the yellow and red segments. And this goes back to what we were talking about on the last episode, which is they understand the importance of that human-to-human, one-on-one interaction and showing the client that they care. So they're using this tool and they're using this service to actually be a more human brand. And this is a financial brand. So I can't explain to you how amazing and innovative this is. I'm interested to hear about your approach to resolving problems when you're in a code red situation, financial services or whatever it is. I used to work for a laundry and dry cleaning delivery company. For the record, outstanding customer service, great product. But every once in a while, somebody's clothes get lost or somebody's something gets shrunk and people get upset. And naturally, they take to social media, whether it's Facebook comments or Twitter. And we would have a process built in for trying to make sure that those customers felt like they were heard and addressing the problems offline where it wasn't a conversation that was happening publicly so we can get the details of their issue resolved privately. Talk to me about your process for, you know, when somebody is pissed with a capital P, how do you get that conversation either away from social media or how do you resolve it in appropriate fashion? First and foremost, we always apologize, even if there isn't something that perhaps we've done wrong, which we have had many of arguments about this with clients, but ultimately the clients who become our best partners are the ones who understand that in a crisis situation, all people are looking for is to be heard. So if we can acknowledge, acknowledge, if we can acknowledge and then apologize and then try to take it offline, essentially what happens is again, through the Sprout Social tool, we're able to forward that message on to the appropriate customer service channels. And then immediately by sending it through email to the customer service team, it's assigned to one person who then reaches out based on the DM information we receive. So email or phone number, they reach out immediately to resolve the issue one-on-one. I like the word that you just created, which is acknowledge which is the combination of acknowledging the person's problem and apologizing and then going for resolution. I actually think your mispronunciation and the combination of those two words really is the playbook that you need to apply when somebody has a public posted problem. Acknowledge. I love to actually. (laughs) So I understand how you're listening to the social media signals. And obviously there's inbound coming requests. Hopefully those are where people are creating conversations with your brand. And at times there are people complaining and hopefully something that you can create a resolution for. We've talked about how to take those inbound requests and feed it to your customer service team. But for the inbound requests that are coming that are conversational, what do you do with that type of outreach? One of the things we're working on with a global luxury appliance brand is doing just that. So essentially taking going back to those listeners we talked about, we're tagging how-to conversations around their products. So you have to understand it's not just around the brand. They have several products that they have that are appliances. And we're tagging any mention of those products with the words in combination, how-to. And then what we found is actually pain points with negative sentiment around, I can't figure out how to change the bag in my vacuum cleaner or get my washing machine to do a self-clean cycle. Whatever that how-to content is, 
we're bringing those pain points to the client and what they're doing to remain innovative with their organic content is creating how-to videos that live on their website. And what that does is it creates two really awesome areas for us. One, when that how-to comes through again, and we have that string of words, how do I change my bag or whatever it may be, we can send people to the organic content. And B, what we see is over time, as we're sending people to that organic content, again, we see the sentiment turn around from a negative thing to a positive thing, as well as we're getting other points for marketing by sending people to the site, getting them to spend time on the site by watching these videos and then solving any sort of pain points that they may have. I think that's an interesting strategy and one that I've used. When I launched a guitar lesson website, that it was a startup I founded One of my organic growth strategies was looking for people that were using the keywords how to guitar and they're searching for, I want to learn how to play the guitar. I want to learn how to play electric guitar. I want to learn how to play guitar like John Mayer. Those were always posts that I would reply to, or I was outsourcing somebody reply to with either content that we had. So not only do you understand what content you need to create, but at times that could actually be a nice way to drive user acquisition, customer acquisition by presenting people with a piece of content that gets them into your sales cycle. Right. I love that. I think, again, it's not rocket science what we do. I just think we make it rocket science based on all of these like shiny object syndromes. But if we stick to the customer story, and as Mark puts it in his book, which I mentioned last time, the marketing rebellion, the customer's why. It's not even our why or the brand's why. It's the customer's why. If we focus on that, the job becomes so much easier to do. Absolutely. Brooke, any last comments or tips that you can provide us in terms of how to use inbound social for customer service and feedback into your content creation loops? No, but if anybody is in the tri-state area on the East Coast or in New Jersey, we are having a conference that will cover just this. So we're talking about intelligent tools, but also how to use those tools and keep the human in the intelligent tools loop. So we're doing this on March 28th in Springfield, New Jersey, which is nice and centrally located. We'd love to have you come out. Mark Schaefer is our keynote speaker. We also have Christopher Penn and Katie Robert from Trust Insights. We've got some people from Aon coming out. We've got Luke from Sprout Social coming out. So it's going to be a really awesome event. If you can, hit our website, bsquaredmedia.com. Check out the conference. It's the Hello Conference on March 28th in Springfield, New Jersey. The Hello Conference on March 28th. And if this podcast isn't post before March 28th, I'm not sure exactly what day this is going up. Is there a website or will you have content? Are you recording any of the content? Where can people find access to it? We'll have everything on the conference, including follow-up or highlight reels at bsquared.media. Great. Well, Brooke, I really appreciate you coming on to the MarTech podcast and telling us a little bit about how to better use our social organic channels. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I could talk about this all day long. So if you have any questions, hit me up or invite me back. Okay. Thank you, Brooke. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks again to Brooke Sellis, the founder and CEO of B Squared Media for joining us. If you'd like to contact Brooke, you can click on the link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can send her a tweet at hello, B Squared, H-E-L-L-O-B-S-Q-U-A-R-E-D. Or you could visit her website, bsquared.media, that's B-S-Q-U-A-R-E-D.media. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, hey, don't worry about it. We've got you covered. Just head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information links for our guests. 
If you're a subscriber to the MarTech Podcast, thank you for being a member of our community. We always want to hear from you. So we created benjshap.com slash question, where you can send us your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P, on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we've got some great episodes lined up for the rest of the week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.